Close your eyes, leave all your troubles behind. Yes, it's fine. Come kick it with me in my imagination. In my imagination. Well, sometimes my mind plays these tricks on me. Welcome to episode 24 of Eat, Sleep, Run, Repeat, the running podcast for the average runner. Um, only myself, Wooly, and Nathan, the mountain goat Barden, in the house so far. <laughs> Maybe Wax might be joining us, but yeah, we'll sub him in when he comes in. Um, yes. We've, we don't really have a plan for tonight because Spartan has completed his uh, 50K guzzler effort and um, he just can't be here because he's doing family stuff. So we're going to probably recap that race with him next week. But uh, we've got all the results and and stuff like that. So yet again, all. Queensland, a uh, ultra marathon plagued by bad weather. Are uh, we just not getting any luck here uh, in Queensland at the moment? We had um, forecast bad rain, and lucky it wasn't as bad as we thought, but still bad enough. Uh, the north, uh, sort of. The north of southeast Queensland, if that makes sense, up like Nanango out that way, really got hammered on the Thursday. And um, we got, was it, we get hammered on the Thursday or the Friday? I think it was from like maybe Wednesday, Thursday. Friday yeah. it was sort of on its way sort of down. It was stopping. But Thursday, Friday was the bad days for us. I think Wednesday night, Thursday, Nanango. Oh, yeah. Friday was like, pouring down, wasn't it? Friday was, was it. raining so, nearly all day. Yeah. So sorry. Nanango got Thursday out there bad, and a, a um, campsite got inundated. Jesus. And um, I think all that rain finally came across the mountains there uh, through the catchment, and it just filled up the creeks. And obviously, all those, some of those fire trails got we turned into like we did at the Brisbane trail marathon into just slop again yeah. and um turned little was, creeks into rivers pretty much creeks turned into rivers the creeks that we could go across stepping stones in just two weeks ago were now up to your like knees so I think Steve uh, had six to cross the lowest was up to his ankle over his ankles so I don't know if he changed his socks and his uh, socks and insoles like he said he was gonna I think he just nah. Because it was no point because you was going to get so wet again. It wasn't worth it. You just got to yeah. go to sort of suck it up. Um, and um, they went round by Gold Creek and that went up to nearly shorts. And he, um, so over his knees and um, what they had to change the. And, and keep in mind, he, he's like six foot six or something. <laughs> so like, that's probably up to my six waist. Five, so. And they had to change the 100K course to just do two laps of the 50. And I said straight away, there's going to be a lot of DNFs because you're going to go out and do a 50K and you're going to go, oh, I'm not doing that again. Whereas if you're already out halfway around on the mountain, you go, oh, I've got 50K to get sort of home. You just suck it up and get on with it. And um, of the four, I'm looking at the results of the four pages of entrance. So there's about 200 people meant to be in the um, in the to in the uh, hundred 50 percent of them either did not start or did not finish and it seemed to be a lot of people would maybe did that first 50 and then pulled the pin so yeah. we we're waiting here uh, back on that one but um so it really did affect um the course making those downhills into hellhole a real a real slop uh you know a mess again luckily the 100 cars didn't have to go out through township break that would have been treacherous in these wet conditions because it is so steep um but um yeah i think if you'd done one of those laps and gone oh i've got to go and do it again Two now out in the stop especially if you took took your uh you know if you took like nine ten hours and you go oh i've got to go and do it again now i'm going out in the dark um you got to go for all that Good thing, though, compared to BTU, I don't think there was many people getting lost. So I think the course was pretty well marked. And yeah. obviously, it's a bit easy if you're doing two laps of the same thing. You sort of know where you're going. But in the 50, I don't think there's really anyone getting lost, I think. Um, but the start, I mean, look how many people were in it. There was, what, 500 people yeah. in the yeah. 50? Like, yeah, there was, a, there was a good... So you probably always 
having someone to follow and, and a bit like Noosa, you know, there's always someone's around uh, well-marked and that. So um, it's good. I can tell you a bit about like my sort of experience of the day. Cause I got out there, mm. I, I caught Steve at the start. I mean, like, yeah, I think there was over 500 people in his race. And um, when I got there, there was just people everywhere, you know, spectators and, I was like, how am I going to find him? And then I remembered that he's like the tallest guy there. So I just looked around. I saw his son, he's on his head. And then I, I walked over and um, I sort of trekked up in the bush and waited for the start. And once they started, I was like filming. So if you check the Eat, Sleep, Run, Repeat Instagram page, I've put all the videos up. Um, yeah, there was just a sea of people come through. And then I jumped, yeah. as soon as I could sort of get off the trail, I jumped in the car, raced to like, um the 3k point where i sort of thought on the maps i'd see him and i reckon i missed him by maybe a minute and then um i went to 6k again and missed him again <laughs> but i was seeing the same people so i must have just missed him then i went to 9k missed him again shot out to like the 32k point and i was figured i was just like so early um they were still setting it up and stuff so i was like what was that gold creek did you go all the way around to Gold Creek, back around the bottom? Yeah, I, it yeah. was near the dam, wherever that point was, like the reservoir back end of like, is that Lake Manchester? Back in the yeah, well, bottom no, of Lake Manchester. Gold, Gold Creek Reserve. Yeah, yeah. And then um, that was pretty, like, a really nice spot there. Great view of the dam and that up, when I ran up the top of the hill and had a look. But then I figured, like, because I had to leave and uh, go to a kid's birthday party at sort of like lunchtime. And then I looked at the maps and I thought, if I'm quick, I can probably get him somewhere in um, near, an, oh, where was it, the Gap or Upper Kedron sort of way. And I jumped in the car, raced over there. And then, yeah, I was, I was talking to you boys on the Facebook chat. And then I did actually catch him coming up like, uh, I reckon I caught them just before the 19K marker. And mm. um Steve looked super fresh compared to everyone else. He started conservative yeah. and he sort of ran past me and said, man, the water's been up to my knees. Um, my shoes are soaked, but he didn't say whether he was getting, I think he said something like, I can't be bothered to change my shoes. And then, yeah, that, and then I had to leave. So I didn't see him for the rest of the race, but yeah, he was looking good when I did see him. Yeah. Kylie's wife went out and uh, caught him at, got him at the end. Um, so he, he, um, I would have been there, but I've had COVID, so I'm out. Of, <laughs> You're in isolation. Uh, I'm out of isolation now. So, um, but yesterday I was in isolation. So, um, uh, yeah, I've I've had uh, COVID. Just keeping down on the on the low. It's been affecting me. Type me diabetes. My blood sugar's been all over the shop. But I've, today, I've and yesterday and today, I've back sort of to normal. So, yeah, I do feel like a new man. You know, yeah. and some people got it worse than others. I think I just yeah. was lucky with with fighting being, it. Being fit and healthy definitely helps. I've got this rash all over my feet though, and I don't know if that's from having those antivirals or from COVID. I'll send you no, a photo. Tammy's brother, he's he didn't do the antivirals, or, and he had a really bad rash from it. Yeah, I've got like like someone's just coming on with a red paintbrush and gone dot 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 all over my yep. feet. Yeah, really Tony's weird. got it all all under his armpit through here. Oh, is he? Like that. Yeah. Oh, right, weird, yeah. eh? Yeah. So, Strange um, sickness. Yeah, it depends how your body reacts to it. But yeah, what a what a day out there. I mean, uh, let's just go through some results. Uh, so the guzzler is the is the hundred, and then the the glass half full is the half guzzler with a fifty k. But the the, what was meant to be 52k we ended up being like 53k then i'll have to check cj's results as well on yeah. strava everyone on but, strava is the same is it 53 like 52.8 or something yeah yeah, yeah. and now uh, that oh i suppose if you go 52 i mean yeah yeah it's all right. but like when noosa we would definitely weren't told it was 51 and it was like oh 50k and it was like shit where am i i haven't finished yeah yeah, it gets a bit annoying, but let's look at the hundred man. These these people were absolutely flying in those conditions. Uh, Mark Hollingsworth, he's in the forty to forty nine uh, age group, which is the same as mine. Eleven hours thirty nine minutes for that course. That is yeah. just so that makes that five hours and fifty minutes per lap. 
Man, fucking hell. Really quick. Like, what was the what was the 51 in? Probably the, not much quicker than that. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, five hours something. So I'll go back, I'll go to that in a minute. Adam Fox second again in the 40 49. Um, so you know, the veterans were yeah, we're, good, we're, eh? we're good doing man. well, eh? You know, maybe it's a bit of that mental toughness, a bit of that extra strength, you know, that old man strength. And uh, shout out to Risha Lewis, first woman, uh, fourth overall in <laughs> 12 hours and 20 minutes. Like that's six hours, 10 per lap. Yeah. You know, great. like, awesome. fuck, that is just yeah. uh, absolutely crazy. I'll give you the results now. Let's just go to the 50, the glass half full. We'll get some results here. That was one in five hours and eight minutes by Aaron Smith. Um, working, running for the youngsters, 30 to 39s. And actually Josh uh, Corcoran, 18 to 29 year old age group, five hours, 20. Uh, Joey Campbell, uh, third. And then the first female, Tracy McDonald, six hours, 30. That's still a respectable time. And yep. um, Jessica Batterham, 6.34, so not far behind. And then not even a, and a minute behind her was Hannah Suttle in just um, a minute and, or under a minute behind her. So that would have been a close, Good um, race. Yep. close, close battle. So, um, yeah, they rounded, they rounded that out. So um, what a tough conditions out there. Uh, luckily, no rain on Saturday, but um, yeah, it was pretty, it was a bit of wind and, and stuff, but just tough conditions underfoot. And it can really, really demoralize, you know, you're getting covered in mud. If you slip over and everything else makes it, makes it difficult, you know, been there, done it and uh, make it tough. So well done to everyone who, who competed at the weekend and what a great turnout there. It was like a um, real good show and um yeah, atmosphere at the start was great. I mean, was just, it, yeah, you know, yeah. the nerves and the vibe of people just stood around waiting to go. And then once it started, yeah, it was just yeah, really, really good atmosphere. Really how did you find that? It. How did you compare it to Noosa? Because you were at Noosa as well. Um, yeah, probably. I mean, I didn't see anyone in the hundred, to be honest. Yeah, the hundred so went a lot earlier, didn't? I don't know what I don't know what was what the hundred was like, but the the heart the glass half full was yeah probably big turnout, like maybe triple what was at Noosa. I'm sort of thinking. Yeah, I don't know how many we had. I'd have to have a look how many we had at Noosa for the fifty, but um, but the thing is, it was warmer then, and I I don't if we could run Noosa it wasn't too hot at the end of March. Why we have to wait till July to run some of these, um, some of these, especially the hundreds, where you know you're going to be out all night. Like I, yeah. you could do, you could do it in September or May. You didn't have to wait till July where it's really cold. I mean, I don't understand. You know, like it would definitely make it more enjoyable. It wouldn't be too hot. I suppose there's that worry. Oh, it's going to be too hot, and you're yeah. going to sort of you it's know, hard like, one to overheat. get right, and that you yeah. I mean, just just so cold in the middle of the night. If you're doing the hundred, like I was watching the live feed on YouTube this morning. Well, no, it's probably around lunchtime, and there's people finishing the hundred. What they look like? Oh, you just oh, like I mean, they 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 signed up for it, but you feel sorry for them. Like they've just been going like since yesterday morning, and then finishing like a day and a half later. And it just seems everyone chooses Mount Nebo to go and Mount Glorious to go and run, run a hundred K and it's going to be the hardest hundred K you ever do. Cause yeah. it, it's, it's so hilly. Um, and I know like in America, you know, I don't, I just wonder if people go, Oh, let's make it really hard. And like, yeah, it was the hardest hundred K. And you go, why you want yeah. people to come back and enjoy it. And you don't want people out there for, th for 30 hours. I mean, come on. Like, um, and they just, everyone seems to pick, pick that mountain and there's other places I'm sure you could get a permit for to run a hundred K race. I mean, like new, I just think it's cause it's so close to the city. Like, like I was driving through Chapel Hill trying to find them at sort of like between six and nine K. And then you realize like, man, this is like a, a forest that is surrounded by city. Like it is, it, it's a good location. It's just the, it's just the shame that it is literally like mountain climbing. Like them yeah. hills, like if you watch the Instagram videos I put up, 
I should they were stories. I should actually pin them and put them as a reel or something, just so you mm. can sort of people listening. Yeah, because sometimes it. it's hard to see the story. But like when the the video I got of Steve at nineteen k, the like the hill they were coming up was just like he couldn't run it. You just did you see Hellhole? He sent he sent through you sent through a video to me of Hellhole. No, but I've seen another one. I saw one on uh, Instagram of someone else, and just yeah, nuts. Like, I mean, like we. We went out and did 45K, which was basically just ran all the way up South Boundary Road to Mount Nebo Road and back again. And that was really enjoyable. Like, it's hilly, it's, but it's enjoyable. There's no creek crossings to go over. I'm sure someone could make them a lot easier. And if you want to make, okay, did any, you know, you could make a 50K on that road. You know, it might be a bit boring, but it still would be, you got to go up to the end, get some sort of, like, tag to come yeah. back. I but guess like, the, the problem is, is for for every five people that say, yeah, can you make it a little bit easier? You've probably got 10 people saying, nah, let's make it harder. Yeah. <laughs> Cause that's the mentality, isn't it? It's like yeah. that, like crazy. Let's see how far we can go mentality. It's just but this, we, we, the, the bloody state's big enough. Like we've got plenty of land around with fire trails. I'm sure we could find some other places. We don't have to be running up and down Mount Nebo to, uh, to run a 50 K hundred K like, looking at some of the triple a racing because they run out the glasshouse mountains and that's pretty flattish we've run out there haven't we? we've got ifkt yeah. out there and um uh yeah, yeah that'd be better because at least you can get a rhythm going on those like on yeah. those fire trails yeah and they're like roads aren't they but they're just gravel like you could actually yeah. get a good speed going and there's so many out there we go we've been horse riding out there and that and it's just like there's plenty of fire trail out there you just got to get the permit off the forestry commission yeah. to to be out there and you don't have to there was a few creek crossings and stuff i mean i know we've been a bit plagued by weather and that may have made a difference but to to it but you know like if if uh, and noosa i think the hundreds not too too hilly but um the um the 50 was enjoyable and then spartan and i've said we're going to do the 50 next year at noosa together so um and it's a good weekend you go away spend friday night saturday night there you know afternoon after the 50 you can go to the beach and um it doesn't take forever it's like about a, you know six hour kind of run what i must say though this uh, that that race was actually good for spectators like if you didn't mind jumping in your car driving around like if you're a gang here now the that um guzzler on the weekend yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, like you could get to some good, good spots. Like spots to because there was like the trail was sometimes, you know, ten meters off the road, so you could just yeah. park up, jump out, give them a shout, yeah, then jump in, go to the next spot. But the problem was is that I didn't know how to track Sparling, so I just wasn't. I was kind of guessing off my Strava um, pace calculator where he would be, and I just was, yeah, just always yeah. a little bit behind him. I think it was where well, they limited sort of like how you could have crew help you. And there was no drop bags for the 50, which I thought was a bit strange. It's all right if you're going to have really good checkpoints where they've got loads of food and stuff and that. But sometimes people want their own. Like Spartan has to eat because he's got a anaphylaxis to a certain uh, like oil or something. He has to be careful what's in. So he can't just pick up any muesli bar or any freaking oh, something to eat. He, he could go into anaphylactic shock. Um, so, um, you know, it's like you need that. And, and also like myself, type one diabetic, I can't just rely on going to hope that there's stuff there. And you don't want to run 50 K race f- laden with <laughs> food that you need just in case. You know, so um, there should be a separate entry. There should be an elite entry where you don't get any help. And then there should be like, yeah, you know, like a mid packer entry where you can actually get drinks dropped off. It doesn't matter if someone, you know, is on the side of the trail and hands you a water bottle and stuff like that, because every race in America, they have them helping wherever, you know. So I think they say, oh, within a certain area. But I know that some of them are like, uh, BTU is like you can't help them unless you're at checkpoint two and you have to be you can't help until you get within the checkpoint you know you can't help them down the road and hand him a miles bar or something like that and yeah it's all gets a little bit like well you know does it make a difference if I'm in the at the school or I'm 100 meters down the road I mean really you know it's not like you're winning 
millions of dollars in its uh, Olympic gold medal. Yeah. So, um, it, it, and something you have to go in the safety of the athlete as well. Have you been watching but, the world champs? I've watched some of it, but I haven't got Fox Sports I haven't oh, got yeah. on Foxtel Sports. So oh, man, limited. I've been watching it every every day. If I've missed it, I've just recorded it. And we just said we haven't, oh, like, I really we thought won, Peter Didn't we Bowl, win the javelin? Didn't we oh, win the, the yeah, we javelin? won the javelin. She, that's her title the defense. Jump. Second time she's won it, we won the high jump. Um, but in the like running events, we just haven't gone that well. We, um, the 5k is still to go. We've got Kai Robinson in that, but when's that? I think tomorrow. Yeah. Do you reckon, the schedule. um, Inga Britson for that? Uh, Inga Britson, um, Kip Sang, um, Chalimo, I think, but, um, female 5k was today and that was, uh, uh, Alicia McColgan, the Brit was in it. Yeah. Um, you know, her mum was a famous runner. Yeah. Liz McColgan. Um, she came about eighth, I think. Um, yeah, it was won by an Ethiopian. I, I don't have the results in front of me, but yeah, the, uh, the we had Stuart McSwain in the 1500, who's sort of, yeah, he, had a, he came ninth, which is kind of a good result, but I think he's really chasing medals, really. And How about, he, um, oh, what's his name? We just got. Uh, the Australian record for the 10k Jack Rayner. Yeah. Is he there? He was, yeah, he ran the 10k. I, I don't know exactly where he came, but that was like days ago. He was like sort of towards the, going to the, the Commonwealth. We got the Commonwealth games start uh, this weekend, next weekend. Yeah. Coming. I think, um, yeah, I'm not hundred percent sure of the team. Cause I know that there's like a load of um, Aussies training in St. Moritz at the moment. All right. So they're training for the um, Com Games, but they sort of all went over there at one time. So it was hard to know who was going to be where. Yeah, but we've got um, yeah some some of the like leading distance female runners training over there at the moment. So just a good time to be watching athletics yeah. at the moment. I don't know if people realise that. I mean, that they keep talking about Australia becoming a republic, and I think, well, if you become a republic, we won't be going to the Commonwealth Games anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I was looking up the uh, countries that are in the Commonwealth Games, just thinking that, you know, what in some of the distance running races, like, do we have a chance of a medal? And you sort of think, yeah, but then there's Kenya. <laughs> so yeah. anything like, you know, you're, you're going to be struggling. But we might get some medals. It would be good to see. Be good mm. for running in Australia if we it's did. It's funny how we, you don't hear anything really too much about the world, but then because it's Commonwealth Games and there's swimming involved, all of a sudden it's like all advertised yeah. all over the TV. Yeah. You know, it's a big thing. Nothing but, else uh, gets a look in, eh? Sucks. Yeah. Swimming, swimming, swimming. But hopefully we'll get some some athletics. Well, mate, you haven't done much training. because No, I haven't done any. No, I have not COVID. done any. And actually it's funny because I've been doing some research on, because I want to get back into training. I did that that 5k uh last weekend and that's where i sort of uh, heart realized that my heart rate was high. through the roof and i've noticed this week i've been getting some good sleep but um and my respiration is down good like a, at night down to 11 breaths a minute but to my heart rate uh in normal daytime has been a little bit higher i've been like just walk out to the bin and back and it's like up to a hundred and i'm like whoa Shit. and so i did a little research thing okay when can i get back into some serious training and it says everywhere says even the um ucla which is like um a big university in america they're all saying uh two weeks rest um and then i'll go on some of the like trail and ultra running facebook pages and there was a thing about covid and some people are saying yeah my heart rate was high it was high for a couple of weeks and uh, and these people are just like waiting till they've had it got over it after the week and then gone back to running and i'm like um wouldn't, wouldn't want to be running up and up and down hills no i just like um I, i'm just gonna actually i am gonna i'm gonna do some weights and me usual you know 10 push-ups every minute on the minute for 20 and stuff like i get back into that but i'm not actually gonna run for two weeks I'm gonna, yeah i'm just gonna don't leave because i just don't want to like i'm pat i am actually paranoid about getting like like I was paranoid about getting COVID because I didn't want to get a respiratory or um, cardiovascular heart issue. And then uh, I'm worried now that I don't want to flare it up, like ignite something by yeah. having had COVID and it might just 
you know, just set something off. So I'm just thought, oh, I'm just going to rest. And then I notice other people that we know they're strivers, like they've had a week or a week of COVID. They've gone back to running their heart rate's gone high. And they're thinking that they're, um, you're not going to lose any fitness by just taking a, um, yeah, a couple of weeks off. And in fact, for every, like, what was it every four months of hard training, you should take a week off. So, um, you know, like back, back it right off. So I'm, I, or six months, I don't remember what it is, but uh, I'm just going to take a couple of weeks. Yeah. yeah just yeah, uh, yeah. let myself recover. And plus I did 122 kilometers and I've only had a week's rest from that. So I really should, uh, just let everything heal up. Let this IT band heal up and that and just I'll be good to go when I go to France for trail the bear. Yeah. Get a couple of massages and try and fix any little niggles and might yeah. do you good. Well, I've entered um, sunny coast half, so I'm officially yes. in that. So that's so three weeks this, time. Yeah. This week I've actually put a really good week of training together. Um, I'll, uh, I'll whiz through it. Yeah, go for I'm sort of like got that's just on my mind now. So I'm sort of everything is based around what I want to do at the sunny coast. So uh, Monday this week I rested, and then Tuesday I went to the Strider session at the Petrie Paper Mill, and the, the session was um, it's basically a 500 meter loop, like a concrete path, and yep. the session was one lap, one lap jog, two laps, one lap jog three laps, one lap job, and then over again, like continuing. Um, I got through one lap, two lap, three lap, one lap, two lap. And then I canned it before I was, I was starting to like get to that point where I was just grinding. And I thought, man, there's no benefit here in cooking myself in the last like rep. So I stopped there, but my um, paces were really good. The, the one lap was at like 5k pace two laps was a sort of 10 K and then three K was a um, how many minutes half of, marathon. Pace. How many minutes K were you looking at with those? Well, the one lap I was flying and then the two laps, I was sort of probably dropping off to like three thirty pace. And then the two laps that was, sorry, three laps was probably around three forty, three forty five, which is kind of what I'm aiming at. And yeah. uh, it's pretty good, really, because that was windy and really cold. And uh, it was just a good lung buster to sort of kickstart hard training again. If that is that makes lit? Sense. That, that track, yeah. is that lit? Really well lit. Floodlights all the way around. Toilets. Nice. All It's really good. Like I haven't been out to it yet, so I might have to venture out. Um, yeah, it's just really good for um I might for just come out and... and uh, watch you guys if you're going to be there or just uh, i can do some stopwatch stuff or whatever yeah yeah and then when yeah. you're ready to jump in just jump in yeah yeah so that was pretty good um that was what i needed good hard session to sort of kick things off again and then uh, wednesday i went to the gym i run 5k on the treadmill and then did like 45 minutes of weights which is um yeah that's where i'm feeling like my legs still haven't like they're still a bit sore in the quads but yeah, I'll um, I'll just, I might get another massage uh, this week, and um, that'll help all that. And then Thursday, I run twelve k, nice and easy. And then Friday, um, I was gonna have an easy day because I was gonna do park run, but then because Steve's race was on, I was like, now nah, I'll do a session on Friday night and uh, have a rest day on Saturday. So I did. 12k on friday but in the middle of that i did three by 2k a goal half marathon pace in the yep. um horrendous weather raining and just really strong winds and i did it over like rolling hills too like a really difficult oh. um place to run and i was aiming for 340s and i think i probably averaged like 345 pace for the ons which was i was stoked with like that was a real good confidence booster because yeah it's quite a hilly sort of like you get a bit of downhill too, but there is a fair bit of uphill on that um on yep. that track. Then Saturday I went and watched Stevo, and then this morning I run down at Sandgate with um Kim, Peter, Matt, and Arvi run twenty two k, and uh, that gave me about sixty five k for the week. So I was sort of feeling feeling good about that. I was like, man, I'm I'm yeah. on. I think for um for Sunny Coast we were talking about it this morning. My original plan was to go out at three forties and just hang on. And then I yeah. thought, nah, 
whenever I've done something stupid, I've had a shocker. So I thought what I'll do is I'll dial it back to 345 pace to start with. And um, then if I feel good, I can bring it home, you know, the last at the back end of it. But if I go out stupid, I could come home in 420s. (laughs) The last 5K could be like real slow. So I thought I'll go out sort of slightly conservative. And if anyone's listening, the Sunshine Coast half, it starts and goes straight up a hill. It's, it starts at Alex Surf Club and runs towards Malulabar. Goes straight up a hill, over that hill, down into Malulabar. Yeah. You sort of do like a loop. And then you come back and you go back over that hill. Like, So probably by the time you've run sort of six, seven K, you've done all the hills and then it's pretty flat. Like, So it's pretty fast apart from that. So that's where I'll sort of be conservative in the first bit. And then... How many Ks you done this week? 65. That's all right. And yeah. are you sort of maybe aiming a little bit more speed work because yep. of the, for the half? Still and... going to try and get those long runs in on the Sunday for the yep. strength, but then I'm just really going to push super hard on the Tuesday and Thursday sessions. Like, I mean, I did the session on Friday this week because my legs were still still sore from Tuesday, cool. but yeah. I think that's just because I'm not, like, adjusted to it yet. But, yeah, I'll be really... Um, I'm really like Ben Merlin's been coming on Tuesday nights, man. Ben Merlin's like a one fourteen half marathon guy, He's super quick. And what I'm, are you going to aim him for? Aim is to just hang on to him. I think one twenty. If it goes good, my splits will bring me in like just over one eighteen or just under one eighteen for the half. Oh, that'd be awesome. Yeah. So that. So what shoes are you going to wear? Have you decided? Alphas. Oh man, you know, if I could have got a pair of those Adidas shoes that Fraser got on yeah. Friday, we on Friday, um, I was rained out of work. So I went to um, DFO in Brisbane and met Fraser there. And we were in the Adidas shop and they had, they were called the Adios Prime X super shoe. I think that's what they were called, the Adios Prime X. And they didn't have yeah. my size. They had a nine and a half, US nine and a half, I'm a 10. But they had uh, Fraser's size and Fraser put them on and I was like, man, I put the nine and a half on with no socks and they were just too tight. But I did a little run up and down the shop and I was like, oh my God, these are awesome. Like, if There's no air pocket of that in there. It's just the foam, isn't it? It's just like um, super. The vapor flies, just the foam. Yeah, but it's super thick, Mm. super bouncy and it's got two carbon plates in it. So it's got the rods and, and then a carbon plate Ooh. And man, they they were like next level. Like if I if they had them, I would I would have bought them, and I'd be wearing them. But I'll be wearing yeah. the Alpha Flies for sure. Yeah, because Fraser's Fraser's still got like three pairs of Tempos. They're still okay. They're not stuffed. He's Better just worn. he just wanted an excuse to buy a pair of shoes on. Him. And he's yeah, got, and he got a pair uh, of Boston's too. So you got those Super Shoes yeah. and the Adidas Boston's. Has he got vapors? He hasn't got vapor flies, has no, he? That? No. Or alpha flies. He's just got tempo next percent. I love, I love my tempo next percent. Yeah, me like, too. I am. Um, oh, it's a shame I had to take two pairs back. But if I was at DFO and I found a pair of like it was hundred bucks, I'd definitely buy buy yeah. them. I like me them. too. Hundred fifty. You know I'd I get them. Yeah, I because I, I run a bit off road sometimes with them, like down the side of the, the footpath, and there's stones. And I think what I did is I popped. Popped yeah. it with the stone like like last time. Just popped that little bit of uh what is it, the plastic, yeah, you know, the rubber underneath, the rubber. I just yeah. popped a bit it's of it's pretty uh, thin. It's pretty thin that rubber, yeah. eh? So I think you definitely gotta definitely just stick to them. But I did like I remember the when I started doing my long stuff for Noosa and I did my first 20k in them out 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 where the you basically followed the course of the um the jetty to jetty. And uh, I was fine. No calf ache or anything like that with yeah. them. So I was like, oh, yeah, they could did, did be good. So yeah, I was happy. They're, they're awesome shoes. Actually, so Kim go the well. alpha. I had a brand new pair on this morning. You'll stay the night before, were you, up at the in-laws? Yeah, I was trying to get accommodation, but literally the whole of the sunshine, well, Malula Bar and Alex Heads is completely sold out. Is it? Yeah. yeah. There's not a well, that's room when left. I did, when I did Noosa, um, I, book, I booked it well ahead, but then uh, literally a few weeks before the race, they said, oh, we're at the uh, stand at the, the um, oh, fucking, 
can't remember what hotel we were at. And they said, oh, we the um, this construction going on next door, so it's just going to be really noisy. I was like, oh, shit. Luckily, we found somewhere right at the far end, literally the last accommodation at the end of Hastings yeah. Street before you hit the forest. And it was like 300 bucks a night, but we had a lovely river view. It was great out there because it's quite quiet up there as well. So, um, yeah, we um, we, got, we got that. So if we, we might try and – Hotel Laguna, good choice. Yeah. So we might stay there again um, if uh, if we can for do Noosa. And that's uh, easy to – that wasn't too bad to get around on – you know, saw see people like at the eight K mark, and then yeah. For I think you saw guys saw me again, or did you wait till? Yeah, we saw you at eight, and then we saw you at thirty. Was it? No, twenty eight. Twenty two. Twenty two was the halfway mark, but I saw. Oh you yeah, sorry, at the that. top of that hill, eh, where I got the drone out. Yeah, twenty two, yeah. and then thirty eight. Yeah, that's right. Then, the thirty eight K mark. Yeah, that was good, and then, and then the finish. Uh, wait to the finish, but you probably could have got me a lot. You probably could have got me a bit earlier than that. Uh, that 38 is only like 12 13 to go so that was um yeah it's just good when you can get to all the locations to give everyone a shout yeah works way better i reckon and that and that also i think yeah, volunteers we'll talk about that in a second eh? uh volunteers as marshals and um btu there was there was no there was only marshals at um the places that were close to the road out in the middle of nowhere, there was no marshals um, as such, only four wheel drive access to one of the roads, which was right near Mount Nebo. But, and then someone else went past us in a four wheel drive, but yeah, there's no marshals at water stops or anything else. So right out in the middle of nowhere where um, the access is very, very difficult. And I think that is the, the, the problem. I know that, um, the guzzler were asking for just 12 hours beforehand. They only had one person that was going to be able to spend the night out at one of the checkpoints. Um, and uh, you think that's, that's, it's unfortunate because they're out in the middle of nowhere and uh, they've got to get access there. I think it was at, uh, out near gold Creek or somewhere. And this comes to like, you know, how I don't do know how much money. Awake? Yeah. I don't know how much money these, race uh organizers make but you you got to think they're doing it to make a profit and um you think why should i go and stand out there for nothing freeze my ass off all day um and you're actually making a profit out of these people doing this event but you rely on volunteers it'd be different if you say look we'll give you a free entry or if they threw like 100 200 bucks at someone you go, you know, and a free entry, you go, well, you know what, I'll do it. And then you'd have more people there and uh, it would, it would, the event would run, run better. Um, but I think these events rely on a lot of uh, volunteers, you know, I think especially like a, even if it's a 50 K race, a hundred K race, you could be out there. Like some of these people were taking nearly 30 hours to finish. So you've got people out there as a volunteer standing around using their free time to be in an event i mean like if someone wants to come on and explain it to us and maybe set us straight but the way i see it is people are giving their free time um not getting paid to do it and um but you're running an organization to run a race to make and make a profit it's like it's very hard i think to ask people to do that i mean um yeah we've all got jobs and everything we want to do you know, spend all weekend stood out in the cold uh, i know you want oh, to help your fellow runners but yeah maybe if you don't have a family and stuff you could do it but oh yeah yeah it's a lot to ask people to um to, to do and maybe there needs to be a change of things to not expect people to be coming doing it all for free um yeah. maybe and, they're not running such a profit maybe they're sort of you know maybe it's a lot harder than we we think but yeah we should hmm. maybe get one of them on to have a have a chat and just yeah maybe the, the organizers set us the organizers the, anyway talking of races the uh, red run is set um for the first weekend in november it's a remembrance sunday out at uh Inogra reservoir so um it's free to enter we just ask that you raise a minimum of 75 dollars 
and um, there's a certain amount of fundraising. You get a free T-shirt, and then you get a jacket and baseball cap and all that. So um, it's a really good. And the month it's going to. It's not one of these where the the, the profit is going in someone's pocket. It's uh, for Trek to Health, and all the money goes to uh, helping returning uh, uh, injured servicemen and women uh, with mental health issues. So. Um, We've done a few events for them, but I'm the race director for Red Run in um, November. We're hoping to get 500 people there. So um, we go from Trek to Health House, just up from the park and ride at the gap there at the bottom of Mount Nebo. Inaugural and Dam, isn't it? Around yeah, the and we go Inaugural Reservoir. And we do a lap of Inaugural Reservoir. It's uh, 8.5 kilometers. And uh, you get free burger from the Lions Club um, afterwards and um yeah you get a you get a, a medal and that so it's um yeah really good um bit of, good bit of live music and um yeah we're trying to get 500 there so let's hopefully we can get we'll get the uh, podcast crew running yeah. and um matilda that was her first trail race so we get um and you can walk run or jog doesn't matter um you got two hours to do it in so um and it kicks off at respectable time walk. Yeah, it's like a, we kick off at seven o'clock just after after we do um, we uh, do a minute silence and uh, the bugle plays and um, yeah we remember it's Sunday and we hit off round and uh, oh well uh, I don't think I'll be coming second this year if you boys are all there but uh, have a have a sprint around the sprint around the uh, reservoir but um, yeah, you know good, um, good this run. morning on the we did a long run at Sandgate. And uh, Matt Flannery said it would be good if um, all of you did a race and train for it. Yeah. Like he said, it'd be interesting to hear everyone's different training in that. Thought that's a good idea. Should do that. Yeah. Well, actually, coming up in October is the uh, this is 23K. Um, it's a half marathon. I'll have to check the distance. Hold on. I just got it here. The. Um, at uh, the Sunshine Coast, where we got half marathon at um, Ewan Maddock Dam. It's a trail run. And uh, 23rd of October. Um, at the moment, it's only 75 bucks to enter. And they do, a, they do a 10K and a 5K as well. So maybe we should all enter that. And There's another um, interesting race up the Sunshine Coast. When's um, that? That just triggered my memory. It's called Race the Roo. 31st of july right. so that's only uh next week so that yeah, yeah bit of late notice close. but that's like a um you're basically running around a cycling track and the the laps start and they get quicker and quicker and quicker and each lap you've got to beat the route and it's basically a guy in a kangaroo suit on the back of, on, a, on a bike oh and, yeah um yeah i was reading about that a couple of weeks ago and i thought that sounds it's a bit um, like the um the cut ultra yeah you do a lap of the that little one and a half k loop and you got to get it done in like and they just chop the last two people or whatever each yeah. lap That's until it. there's like two left then you have a sprint round and see who wins each lap is just over 1k everyone starts the lap together yeah with the roux and you get a short rest in between each lap the roux is slow to warm up with the initial pace leisurely and then each lap he gets progressively faster, eventually challenging even the fastest and best endurance runners. You just got to finish in front of the roux to survive each lap. So that yeah. sounds pretty cool. Yeah. But actually next week is um, there's like a local running club, Bush Turkey Track Club. Right. They've got like a, a speed week at Sandgate, Sandgate Park Run 30th of July. And yeah. uh, they've got sort of some really fast runners and you know up to probably like sort of 21 minutes so if you want to chase a new pb get down there next week sandgate park run be some uh some quick runners down there yep and What's then i think brad the week after that sorry is um we're going to try and pace brad to sub 20 yeah when's um is brad going to do the half at the sunny coast review yeah he's yep. going to do the half he's entered off. he's he got yep. Like, cause I've been checking the accommodation all last week 
and then he like messaged me and said, I've got accommodation. Like, where have you been looking? And yeah, he got the last room. Is it a hostel? Like, is it a youth hostel? <laughs> no, he's got like a place, a real nice place at Malula Bar. Oh, right. And I was trying to tell him, no, there's nowhere available. And he was like, yeah, we just got one just then. But someone must have literally cancelled. And then oh. he grabbed the room and then they're all gone. And I was Where's ringing around and they were like, you've you got no chance, mate. Everywhere is booked. Just the but, night before. Yeah. I don't want to be too far away from the start. That's the problem. It's like, if we're going to stay up there, I want to just roll out of bed and go for a warm up yeah. and be near the start line. Whereas yeah. otherwise I can just stay at Tammy's parents' place at Caloundra yeah. and drive up anyway. So I might as well just do yeah. that. We, uh, we need to lock in like, um, maybe we do we'll do the, 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 the Gold Coast Marathon next year, and then we can just get an Airbnb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it'll crash, crash. Do the, and but, do the show um, live from the from one of the rooms or something. That'd be cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, post race, and uh, but then we need, yeah, we need to lock in some lock in some races. But um, yeah, you know, we'll see if we people want to go and do that. That definitely the red run would be good to get us everyone get everyone there. Yeah, the laugh. I won't be able to run. I won't be running because I'm the race director, so I'll be on comms and getting everything sorted. But um, we shout out to the running community of uh, Brisbane if um, you yeah, want to get 500 people there. And yeah, I'll uh, put the link to that in the um, show notes. Yep, sixth of November. So good. keep that keep that uh, there. Seventy five dollars. Um, it's or well, fundraising. So the money is actually going to a good cause. So yeah, that's it's. Uh, it's not going in someone's coffers yeah. to um to to help them out. We're just uh, it goes to a good organisation. Um, yeah. And don't forget, next week Steve will be doing his race recap of the Guzzler. Yeah, so, so next week we'll he just Steve he on. just couldn't do it. He couldn't do today, and he couldn't do tomorrow because he's got kids' birthday parties and stuff like that. So next yeah. week will be uh, all about Steve. Yeah, be uh, be good to hear uh, how how he went there and we know he uh, he had a good uh, he had a good run and that was his first uh 50 i think the the time on the legs as well because of the conditions that that adds to you the that adds to the more nutrition you need and also your fueling yeah and the, the if, you're planning, if you're planning for five hours and end up being out there for eight nine yeah can, yeah shit can go and, wrong and uh, he had to go through those creek crossings and that affects yeah. your feet and uh yeah your calves and everything, and they were getting, I think, tight and that. So he can explain and go through that with us. So uh, yeah, it was. Um, but he did look fresh in those videos, didn't he? He looked like yeah. he looked pretty good. He looked yeah. good, but he did. Look, I don't know if you saw the photos of him finishing. He looked, he looked pretty pale. Well, there was a photo of him at the. I don't know if that was at the end, was it? When he yeah. looked spent, he just sat down like yeah, something like a photo. Gray of him. as he a ghost, looked, day, his face. He, yeah, he did. Um, he um, he's he's a he's a big guy to carry around there, carry around the track. You know, so he's a long way from the ground. So, oh, yep. let's wrap it up there, mate. Go and have some yeah. dinner. Nice one. Time for gin and tonic. Nice. All, All right, right, mate. I'll catch you uh, next week. Oh, I just wanted to say as well, um, it was great having Noel on last week. I hope everyone has got to listen um, yeah. to that. I really got a lot out of that and um, really encouraging to hear that he's still smashing it and hitting goals and. Mate, it's and, exciting, and, and eh? It's like exciting yeah. when you hear shit like that because you think, yeah, I can still try and do this shit or I can do this something different. And what's he, 52 yeah. and he's still doing Iron Man? It's yeah. like far out. Awesome, eh? Yeah, that's great. So it's good. And when you go and hear. actually train with him, he's like, he's so full of knowledge. Like when we've done yeah. those, um, those little like drill sessions and that at Nudgy College, it's just, yeah, you can just tell he knows what he's on about when you're actually there with him doing it. And yeah, it's good to when you've got someone that that's been such a high level to, uh, you know, you're just trying to get snippets off him. Yeah. You know, so yeah. yeah we'll get him on again so, later. We were supposed to have Paul Gourlay join in this week, but he's been crook as a dog. So hopefully next week, maybe we'll next have week. Him. Yeah, yeah. Next week we'll have him. Great. In the, in Busy the, week next week. Yeah. All right, train hard, everyone. Let's hope the weather stays good and people are recovering from the guzzler and the half guzzler. And yeah, Yeah. well done if you completed it. Yeah, well done. Or well done even if you just started. You know, it's hard (laughs) enough just getting to the start line. Yeah, yeah. With the weather. All right, catch you later. See ya.
Close your eyes, leave all your troubles behind. Yes, it's fine. Come kick it with me in my imagination. In my imagination. Well, sometimes my mind plays these tricks on me. Sometimes, and I'll find that my mind climbs higher than it should climb. My imagination, I'm contemplating, hesitating on exploitation. My mind, which you find in time, I will find they will shine when they only shine. You can put a time on mine. Show me these purple elephants, a twisted intelligence, extension of tolerance, dimension of flowers in my mind. Stop rewind. Now what the fuck did you find? Ain't nothing in here but why? Subliminal messages can't breathe. Close your eyes. Leave all your troubles behind. Yes, it's fine. Come kick it with me in my imagination. Sometimes our minds play these tricks on us. Sometimes we find that our minds they climb higher than they should climb. Up. Our imagination contemplating, hesitating on exploiting my mind. We should find in time our minds they will shine with the wonder shine. You can put the time on mine. Show me these purple. A twisted intelligence, extension of tolerance, dimension of flowers in my mind. Stop rewind. Now what the fuck did you find? Ain't nothing in here but why? Subliminal. I can't breathe. I can't breathe. Close your eyes. Leave all your troubles behind. Yes, it's fine. Come kick it with me in my imagination. In my imagination. Close your eyes. Leave all your troubles behind. Yes, it's fine. Come kick it with me in my imagination. I'm contemplating, hesitating on exploiting my mind, 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 mind.